the big brew? What's the big brew? Welcome to the beautiful campus of LCMSU, everyone. Who are you? I am the Chancellor. Yeah, baby. Mr. <laughs> Marcus Zill. at live pictures out of Charlottesville, Virginia. This is where violent clashes have broken out between white nationalists and counter-protests there. We are joined here today in the Student Union all the way from Charlottesville, Virginia with Pastor Benjamin Maton. How are you doing today, Ben? Doing great. Good to talk to you, sir. Yeah, oh, I'm not supposed to call you, sir. Well... <laughs> Well, actually, you know, I joke around that I am the chancellor of LCMSU, so perhaps it's appropriate. But all right, I know, I know all that right. all of you. Uh, I know you're a not a, a a born and raised Southerner, but you are somewhat right. transplanted. I mean, Charlottesville is kind of is it? They consider themselves the South, right? Oh yeah, are they below the Mason Dixon I mean, line, or it's pretty close to it, though. Yeah, proud Southern state here. You know, Charlottesville, the home of three presidents and Thomas Jefferson's city and university here kind of a hub of all the action originally so um so you are the pastor at emmanuel lutheran church there how, how long have you been there i've been in charlottesville about eight years after serving a couple of congregations um well north of the mason dixon line up in new england out of seminary uh, came, came to charlottesville for some some graduate work at the university of virginia the religious studies program um kind of helped out some stuff with the church but was Student was my main thing, and then after after that, for I guess two or three years, um, the pastor here left, and they ended up calling me. And I've been I've been serving as their full time pastor for uh, uh, I guess about five years now. Okay, so, are you still uh, going through this uh, religious studies uh, degree, or I still am slowly slogging through whether see, uh, if and when. See, this the, is what's uh, cool. The, you're you're actually a college student. I am. Well, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think you might be one of the. Speaking. You you. All right. <laughs> that's that's great. They called a college student to be there. You might be the first college student to be um, called true. to be I'm a campus to be their campus yeah. pastor, to be their pastor while you're still finishing college. Yeah. That just doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Although, although the longer I let this dissertation thing go, the less college student I I become. But I guess technically speaking, love the law, I might still be considered a, a college student. <laughs> So, uh, anything been going on around there lately? Has it been a quiet summer? <laughs> yeah, um, we uh, we had we, we had a great uh, a parish planning council meeting after church on Sunday, there, two three hours. So there you go. No, you know, obviously uh, that, that our, our council meeting didn't make the news, but yeah, the other things going on here and uh, this generally fairly sleepy college town in the middle of Virginia because of some discussion going on here, as it has been in other places in the South. Revolving really started around the propriety of keeping these statues to uh, Confederate generals up has become kind of a hotbed, a flashpoint for different sides on that issue. And as uh, I know, as, as people been watching the news, the national news this last week, it has not brought the best of society to again this usually quiet uh, fair city of Charlottesville. So yeah, sure. we had a, a rough, rough bad weekend this past, sure. past weekend. Saturday. And I want to uh, to kind of dive into this a little bit more, but before we do, I want to focus on uh, 
on some of the positive things here about you and your congregation. I, I had the chance to come. Um, it's been a couple years. I don't think it's been three years. Maybe it has been. I don't know. Uh, a couple years yeah, ago. A couple, yeah. a couple years ago. A couple years ago and had a chance to uh, preach and lead Bible class at your congregation and just a, a lovely place and uh, just fantastic people. And I, I'll never forget, never forget several of your students took me on a little tour of campus and uh, had bought them some um, some quality coffee. And it's amazing what they'll do for you if you, if you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but they took Easily me through the off. campus and... and just the history of the campus. Um, oh, excuse me. I, I shouldn't have used the word. I used the C word, uh, the grounds. Uh, that's right. I was, was going to correct you. Yes, this it's is, not uh, called. Sorry. It's really interesting. They almost have to uh, to have like probably some uh, some orientation for for all the word different word choices and how Jefferson viewed this that. They call it the grounds. Yeah, the campus. Right? The grounds. The grounds of the University of Virginia. Yeah, so it's of insider language to so we can very quickly, you know recognize the insiders from the outsiders. Yeah, so the grounds of the University of Virginia. The grounds yep, yep. of the University of Virginia. Now, I, I do want to ask this. What 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 the heck is a Wahoo? So they're the Virginia Cavaliers. I just got to get this out of the way. What What is a Wahoo? What What is this Wahoo thing? I'm not exactly sure what a Wahoo is. I think it was from, from my, and they'll probably get some X, some, some UVA alumni will uh, fact check this and not, or, or that's not, Exactly right. But my understanding, way back in the day, the University of Virginia was founded in 1819. It was actually, I think, the, the, the second major university. William and Mary was founded earlier. And from my understanding, sure. Jefferson didn't like William and Mary because it was too religious, <laughs> which is another, you know, University of Virginia was founded as a more distinctively secular institution, which is very unique for the day. But I, but I believe it was something that, that, you know, that like the word Christian and the, the word Protestant, for example, that were originally likely used as terms of uh, kind of derision, um, and then mm -hmm. more with pride, that uh, something affected the university. There, there were a bunch of wahoos, like that. the, the opposing team was, uh, was trying to uh, criticize, deride the University of Virginia Cavaliers um, as, as wahoos, and it kind of stuck. I said, well, okay, we'll take that. We'll be, we'll be the wahoos. I'm not exactly sure what a wahoo is, but okay. it's, just, uh, it's just the name is stuck. Okay. So now you you mentioned that there are the three presidents. So you had Jefferson. Who else? Who else is from there? What's, well, I guess we get uh, Madison and Monroe. And they're not all directly in Charlottesville, yeah. but they're the kind of ancestral homes. All lightweights. You know, half hour <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and I mean Jefferson, he's the founder of the University of Virginia. Was very proud of it. Actually, on his on his tombstone, he, he instructed that that it be put that he was the uh, the author of the Declaration of Independence. And then the Virginia Statute on Religious Freedom and the founder of the University of Virginia, um, he left off the fact that he'd been president of the United States. Hmm. Um, he didn't see that as too significant. Maybe it's something to do with the understanding of the size of federal government, that being president of the United States wasn't that big of a deal. Well, they but, probably um, didn't view it the as the leader <laughs> of the free world, you know, like we kind of get with it Definitely today. Definitely not. No. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to go long in, in Charlottesville especially when the University of Virginia folks open their mouths without having someone uh, reference, uh, as he's usually called, Mr. Jefferson, and uh, a quote was, Mr. Jefferson used to say, or uh, sure. uh, Mr. Jefferson intended kind of thing. So, yeah, a, a long, long proud heritage of a wonderful university, about 20, 22,000 students between undergrads and graduates, beautiful grounds, uh, UNESCO World Heritage Site, which I think is the only university 
might be the only university in the world which has that that designation. So just some some great architecture and great history. Wonderful, beautiful town. I kind of saying those things now because for people who've never heard of Charlottesville, <laughs> the first thing they heard of it may have been over this past weekend. I think it's yeah, it's this, not exactly the, the kind of PR the chamber, the local chamber of commerce. Probably. Yeah. No. Probably once, right. but your congregation, uh, Emmanuel, you've been there for five years. I mean, you've got yep. a nice mix of college students. In fact, when I was there that day, this pressure—I forget where she she's from. This this Jenny, an Asian young lady, yep. was baptized mm-hmm. uh, the very Sunday that I was, just happened to be the Sunday. You know, I'd let you know I was coming to town or whatever. It just happened to work out that way. But it was such a joy. Uh, and she brought all these internet. I mean, all these students from from Africa. There were Af- students from Africa. There were students from Europe. There were students from Asia. I mean, it was just to to witness her baptism. It was just absolutely a wonderful yeah. day. And and what an opportunity. I mean, when you think about what, whether never mind the Chamber of Commerce. What do all these students from foreign nations? And I'm sure you've like many many schools across our country of a huge international population on the grounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. you know, what do people think? I mean, it, it, it is a beautiful, sleepy town. Well, it's not sleepy. Is I mean, it's a wonderful, it epitomizes what a college town is in, in every way. Yeah. Uh, never mind all the history on top of that. But what was it like for, for you and your people over the weekend? And, and what did you say to them on Sunday? I mean, how did this kind of come up? This obviously had to be a Kind of hard to, to miss this as a contextual kind of a thing as, as a pastor to your people. Yeah. How did that all go this weekend? It's a real experience for a lot of people. Even the, the, the city knew this was, was coming. And there were preparations put in place to try to keep things under control. Um, things got just out of hand so very quickly. And what probably can't be better characterized than to simply say mob violence in some cases, just, just breaking out this kind of this. This, this craziness of just surreal in a sense of how do you, you wrap your minds around what just happened in our town. I mean, for, for me as a pastor, in the, especially in the immediate aftermath, well, not just as a pastor, as any person as a Christian, um, I, I had to try to resist the temptation to kind of weigh in, and this is what I saw, and this is my opinion of what's going on. Sure. I mean, it's, certain, it's the sort of stuff that everyone had already gotten their fill of from however many, you know, traditional media outlets, social media sort of stuff, everyone commenting on their Facebook pages and, and, you know, Instagram and tweeting other sort of stuff to try in the aftermath of that, to simply be the church, <laughs> to be this place of solace and, and peace. We had that wonderful, that wonderful gospel lesson of the Jesus walking in the water and this Peter struck with fear, a fear which causes him to think, so we, we talked a little bit about the uh, about fear and what what fear leads us to uh, on, the, on either side of things. I didn't want to harp too much on this, but I think uh, on, on both sides of the issues, there's a lot of, of fear of the unknown and things like that, where causing people to to lash out in, in strange ways. And what a tremendous comfort as the waters swirl and the storms blow to have this Christ who uh, immediately, without question, without political commentary, just reaches his hand down and grabs onto this Peter in these, these murky, swirling waters, the same Jesus who reached down and grabbed each of us out of the much stiller waters of holy baptism and says, no matter what <laughs> waters are swirling around, remember these, and you need not, you need not fear. 
And so it was a great opportunity to, to focus us when it's so easily focused on everything else, when it's so, and everyone's clamoring for you to have an opinion on everything in the world, which there's really no answer to these sort of things to, to point everyone to that one place where we know the answers are, where there's no, we know there's healing and there's safety and there's, and there's hope. And I think that's the kind of, uh, I think it's the kind of place the church needs to be right now to, to resist those temptations to have all the answers to weigh in on what's going on in this and who is at fault, this is at fault. I mean, obviously repudiate the hatred, the bigotry of these pitiful, you know, people who descended in our town, um, but at the same time to recognize our people are hurting and afraid and to point them to the cross and their baptisms and their Savior to say, as Jesus says, fear not. So, so well, it's, good, you know, it's, it's a great it's, opportunity. It's fascinating because... Uh... The best thing that we can do in times like this is is be who we already are. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the last yeah. thing everybody needed to do is show up at church and just let's rehash what we've all heard about for the last twenty four hours. Yeah. What we needed to do yeah. was was to hear Christ's words to you of of fear not, Peter. It's it's I, yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. And, exactly. Uh, exactly. Now, as of, of course. Now, this happened, this is a show, the Student Union, we talk a lot about college students. Most of the college students uh, probably weren't around. I know there's always, it's always kind of a myth that there aren't college students around in the summer. There are more than there ever used to be. Uh, But I'd say still 80, 85% of the town in terms of the college population wasn't around uh, for, mm-hmm. for these right. events of the last weekend, when when does school start? How how far away are we from? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, students start coming. I guess I guess this is this upcoming weekend is uh, is the move in weekend, um, and so I'm not and, and so in classes being that that next week's uh, probably some orientation stuff. I'm not sure what day it's Tuesday, Wednesday when when a, a classes officially start start going for the uh, for the fall term. But yeah, but so students work weren't uh weren't here in, in full force um the some of the, the agitators that had come to town friday evening recognizing how easily you know uh it is to 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 raise a ruckus on a on a college campus um marched with torches in hand they all went and bought tiki torches from walmart and three or four hundred of them and then marched i mean with the torches obviously reminiscent of uh ugly times and the history yes. of uh, the KKK and stuff, and marching, marching through the, the grounds of the University of Virginia to the other statue of, of Thomas Jefferson, and and of course a bunch of students came out, and there were melees breaking out, and uh, and fights and things like that. I mean, I thank God that, that the whole student body was not in town yet. Things could have been much worse. Well, it's nice. Um, there's a little. They, it's nice. There's a little buffer there before they come back. But you know, as, yeah. as I, we sit here, you know, there are students that are starting school this week, uh, next yeah. week, and it's kind of like this gives. All, I mean, back to school. If I'm sitting here, just think about what some of your yeah. students that are. Well, I'm getting ready to go back to school, and I don't know yeah. what I. They're going to be fearful too. What am I going back to? <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. I think of the students and their families that are sending their kids off, maybe some for the first time off to off to uh, a great university, all excited about this new experience, and that has to be tainted with uh, with what's with what's gone on. And uh, I mean, the anxieties are real. Um, wondering what the the next step is. I mean, there's the general anxieties about man, are, we had this kind of violence descend on our 
on our city and, and did envelop the, the university in some senses. There's that, there's that anxiety. Um, but then there's, there's the, also the anxiety which comes from uh, kind of this compulsion, um, which everyone feels, but I think especially sure. um, students, this, this compulsion to have to respond some way to, I mean, this is, this is across the board now, to respond the right way, um, to align myself with the right, um, right group, <laughs> um, to not want to say the wrong thing and be, you know, pig- pigeonholed over here, over there. Um, it's a real, it's an extremely difficult time to, to navigate as a, as a, as a college student. I mean, we might say there's this kind of, well, it's, you know, people used to talk about the moral relativity and everything goes, and it's just, oh, the old days we had, you know, standards that people buy to buy, and everyone just does whatever the heck they think is right in their own eyes. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, you, you think everyone would just be relaxed, but that's not the case at all. Actually, that, that lack of a, of, a, of a common standard of, of morality or right and wrong, whatever, is actually felt by everyone, but I think especially maybe college students, as a huge burden. I not sure. only have to do the right thing, maybe in the old days, now I have to ensure that I'm, I'm aligning myself with the right, or the correct, not right, right or left. And be careful now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. I have to, have to align myself with the correct group. I have to be sure that I post the right kind of things. My, my silence on my, my social media feeds will be interpreted by some as, as, as aggressive behavior against some sort of group. And so it is a it is an extremely difficult. Um, it very much is kind of a damn, you're damned navigate. if you say something, you're damned if you don't. It, it, yeah. It, and, yeah. And it's very unfortunate. And you know, it's interesting that in this, you know, so here with what happened with the you know with this past weekend, people say, well, this is a these are First Amendment issues. I mean, you can yeah. debate when yeah. when those lines get crossed, but it'll be interesting to see how when students come back. Um, how the university will handle this, how the students will handle this. My, my hunch is that it might even have the impact of making students feel you'll have some that will, will ramp up the free speech stuff and you'll have some that will use their free speech to just be silent and sad. It might have the effect of suppressing people's willingness yeah. to say too much, which is a shame because you want colleges to be about the expressions. These are the incubators of ideas. And it's a shame yeah. that you can't, as soon as you go down down the mob violence kind of road, um, it ends up suppressing free speech rather than supporting it. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, free, free speech is really only a, uh, uh, free speech is, 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 a, is, a, is a valuable thing when you actually have people uh, speaking to one another. Right. <laughs> we live in this kind of... In, when you when you live in a say uh, the kind of siloed world in which we all increasingly live, free speech really isn't any big deal. If I only ever talk to people who express the same values, the same outlook, the same worldview as me, you know, free free speech. Who cares? Right. And it's not it's not it's not significant. Free speech becomes a powerful um, uh, a thing for transforming people and understanding and growing as human beings and their and the depth and understanding of the of our neighbors whom we're called to love, uh, even if they're difficult to understand, only becomes a real valuable thing when we have people who who are truly disagree about the, about those significant issues in conversation. And you seldom seldom have that. Um, uh, I think your, your university will, will 
and 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 does a does a good job in some ways of trying to facilitate those sort of conversations, actual conversations, not uh, not uh, electronic or cyber conversations, which is a whole sure. different place where you go down. Um, to really facilitate those kind of face to face, flesh to flesh relationship building opportunities between people who are of uh, of different mindsets. But you're exactly right that that. that so often that's not what happens is it rather becomes <laughs> a yeah, well, ho- different group. Hopefully in the days and weeks and months and maybe years ahead, and who knows how this is all going to work out. Um, obviously a lot of the people that were there last, last weekend in Charlottesville weren't from Charlottesville, but oh, the, the, great, yeah, the, great the, majority, the yeah. impact will linger. Um, yeah. Now yeah. are there, I don't even remember. I, I remember driving around. I don't remember seeing all these statues. It's like all these statues have been, I mean, and I was just in Richmond, Virginia, which was the 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 seat of the Confederacy. There's statues yeah. there too. And last night in Durham, North Carolina, uh, from when we're talking here, uh, one of them was uh, torn down by rioters. Um, yeah. Do you is this is there more talk of this? Do you see this kind of lingering? And here at UVA, Jefferson's not immune from himself, Mister Jefferson, from his own issues in his past that aren't exactly. PC today. Yeah. I mean, the Jefferson stuff has been um, out and well discussed for, for quite some time. And um, I wouldn't say that, you know, people have come at, at peace with that, that history. Um, but it's a more nuanced understanding of Jefferson as a complex person, as a, as a fallen human being who, um, whether or not you want to excuse it as a child of his times or not, um, was engaged in the, the buying and selling of human beings, for example, sort of things that yeah. that in, 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 in trumpeting Thomas Jefferson as the founder of the, of the university, no one is you know saying that was a that was a good thing. Uh, the, the Confederate statues are a are a different animal for a lot of people. There's two two. There's a a, a statue to Stonewall Jackson and um, uh, another one to uh, uh, the, the Robert E. Lee statue. Sure. Um, uh, with a, the two kind of flashpoints, and there's a there's a history of these. Um, that's I mean, these I think the, the, the Lee statue I believe was was erected maybe in uh, in 1924. Um, this is a uh, you know post Reconstruction South, Jim Crow South. And there's sure. lots of racial tensions going on. Um, from my understanding, the statue was was erected um, on or very near a you know predominantly black neighborhood. Um, as you know, not just, not just, uh, again, I don't want to get, you know, too much into no, it. No, no, that's fine. You know, debate this, have... but, but not, but the idea that this thing was put here, there's the, the, not just to say here was a, a great man we want to respect, but was an attempt to, uh, you know, to, to, to reinvigorate some of the, some of the, um, the things that, the the, the Annabelle South stood for. And, sure. And that's, that's difficult for a lot of a lot of a lot of folks to uh, to swallow, and understandably. Sure. So, but um, so Pastor Maiden, yeah, so as, as you, as you yeah. we just have about a minute left here. As you, sure, yeah, uh, maybe even less than that. Um, just some final uh, a final quick thought. How you know about us being the church and the the distinction of our of yeah. our law and gospel understanding? How how is this a source of assurance for us as students? For your students, yeah, I think back I think I think there's there's a Obviously, this raises all sorts of questions and asks everyone to, uh, uh, to 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 maybe recognize some things about themselves and the world we live in. I think it's a beautiful 
thing of the of the Lutheran Church, what we've been quite uh, scripturally and through our through Lutheran confessions of kind of a uh, we might call a, a really a really low anthropology. We recognize that as Luther says, on top of our just our general sins of anger and lust, all that we are we are in fact blind to a lot of what a lot of what makes us tick, and that we can be open to asking these questions about ourselves and and what and, and what drives us even to to, to unearth difficult things and say, holy cow, I'm actually maybe more of a mess than I even thought I was before. Um, and even in, in, even in that recognition, that just makes Jesus bigger, that he redeems even that. And so I would, I would hope that our church, that every church, Lutheran church and otherwise, could be a place where people are able to be radically honest about their, their, their fallenness um, so that they might be uh, radically joyful about the forgiveness um, the redemption uh, of, a, of a Savior who covers, who covers all of that, where we can find our identity, not whether we're a part of this group or that group, or I say the right things on my social media feed, or whether I attend the right rally or not, but that I find my identity in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the God who called me as his own. And again, as I said, in those waters of holy baptism, that that's where my identity, my security, and my meaning is wrapped all up in him. And it gives me a, a great sort of freedom um, for all of us, but especially for these uh, college kids coming back to school to say, there are so many, uh, this, this, all this competition for these places for you to identify yourself with this group or that group to be grounded in a place where your identity is completely taken care of, wrapped up in a, in a, in a, in a Jesus who loves you um, to death and back. So, uh, Okay. Um, yeah, can't say much better than that. And uh, Pastor Mate, we're so glad that you are there, and uh, give our all of our best in LCMS Uland and throughout the Missouri Synod. Uh, the LCMS, uh, your brothers and sisters in Christ, are have you in our thoughts and prayers, and uh, and uh, we will stand ready to to be of help to you. And um, anyways, we're just so glad to know that that you're there, and thank you for being a pastor to your people and your congregation as they seek to care for the students. Have a great day. God bless. You too. God bless you. Thank you. Take care. Well, that's all we have time for here, boys and girls. Remember, college is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help. LCMSU.org.